Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. But I it's all going to pot. Whether we like it or not. Best I can tell, the world's gone to hell. We're sure gonna miss it a lot. All of the whiskey in Lynchburg, Tennessee just couldn't hit the spot. I got a hundred dollar bill, friend, you keep your pills. Call this all the way to pot. That's about it. Uh, welcome back. And uh, yeah, it's all going to pot. Sure, going to miss it a lot. I love that song. Anyway, uh, a little willy for you. Um, make sure you get over to my pillow, uh, mypillow.com. Uh, Susan has the sheets and towels. Aren't they amazing? They're just so amazing. Really? <laughs> so nice. Really? Don't you just wonderful. want to like kick out all your towels and just have my pillow towels? Yes. They're like the fluffy kind, like the like the kind that everyone wants, you know. Like, oh, and they stay that way too. Make sure you get over to mypillow.com, and when you do so, you help the show too. And uh, and of course, my pillow guy, Mike Lindell. I know a lot of people want to do something they don't know what. Well, keep uh, this kind of show on radio. Uh, help Mike get you know take that fraud that happened at the election and showcase that. Um, and also you're going to get great products too. So it's a real win for everyone and, uh, you're doing something right. Uh, just, I love my I think they've done just a wonderful job with their products. I mean, they're amazing. Um, but, uh, go there and put in the code Kate and you'll get up to 40% off and, uh, you'll love this. You will absolutely be talking about this to your friends and family because you're going to be amazed that everything is so wonderful. Like the sheets, the down comforter, the, you name it, everything is so nice. Uh, my husband still talks to people about that robe. He loves that <laughs> robe. And it's so funny too, because I'm always laughing. I just always laugh about it. Anyway, he's, yeah, they're great products. Um, by the way, I'll be at Freedom Fest most of next week. Um, there's going to be, uh, Mike Lee, I think will be there. Uh, oh my gosh. So many speakers. North Dakota. Yeah. So many speakers and, uh, Christy Nome and, um, uh, Tom Woods and, uh, Dave Rubin and all of these, all of these people. Anyway, that'll be a real interesting one. And so there's just a lot of people that are going to be there, but that's at uh, Rapid City, South Dakota for Freedom Fest. South Dakota. So, sorry. South Dakota. Yeah. Got my Dakotas. No, you're fine. Next you're time. fine. Uh, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about, uh, marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I was not a marijuana user. I was a little more straight-laced <laughs> yeah, than that. But yeah. as it turns out, um, we were just talking about um, the drill down, mm-hmm. Peter Schweitzer's site, and they have done some investigation, one of their staff especially, the high profits and corruption of the marijuana industry. This is one of the podcasts. And this um, an, an independent investigative reporter came out with a 70-page report on all of the corruption. The corruption makes sense because you had an artificial market, so marijuana was suppressed for a long time, Mm -hmm. and then the floodgates kind of opened. Mm -hmm. So the people who were handing out the goodies, meaning the licensing were the ones who were getting bribed and Mm -hmm. taking bribes. Mm -hmm. Not only were they getting money to give out the license, those licensees were then bribing the people again to put a moratorium on other people getting the licenses. In other words, let me just get a head start. You can give out the rest of those licenses in a couple months, Mm -hmm. but it'll give this person um, headway 
without mm-hmm. any competition. Mm-hmm. So you can see how government has entangled itself in all these artificial pressures to do things, not do things. And you have the gatekeepers who are the politicians who've just got their hands out Mm -hmm. saying, I can make this go away. So um, it was only in 1996, California became the first state to legalize marijuana. And now 47 states are legalized have legalized marijuana the largest marijuana uh, distributor in the country is in florida which is where um, peter schweitzer's organization is it is now a 21 billion dollar industry this one business in florida is one billion dollars it sells medical marijuana Mm -hmm. and the thing about that, it's such a behemoth mm-hmm. that it causes like a gravity wave for right. anybody who comes anywhere near it. But they talk about how the FBI, <laughs> the FBI likes to get involved in some of these things because laws are different state to state. Mm-hmm. In some states, you can't really lobby right. for the industry, but in other states, you can. So over the last five years, the FBI was engaged in criminal investigations in at least four of the seven states Mm -hmm. um, that Peter reviewed, and they found evidence of cronyism, self-enrichment schemes connected to the regulation of cannabis. He made a really good point, and he said it was Milton Freeman, the economist from University of Chicago, who said, you know, when people walk through the halls of government, they don't become angels just Mm -hmm. because they've passed through the doorway. Mm -hmm. And that you have a natural profit motive for everybody who's just trying to help their family, send their kids to school and have a nice life. Well, people who then become uh, government employees, what is their motive? Mm-hmm. Does their motive just switch off that they're not trying to make money anymore? <laughs> right. Um, are they just happy with their salaries? So some of these people, mm-hmm. they were lobbyists and government employees. <laughs> so of convenient. course they were. <laughs> That's so convenient. But oh, listen to this familiar name. Um, it was in 2017, Paul Pelosi Jr., mm-hmm. that is Nancy Pelosi's son, was named chairman of the board of the directors of Freedom Leaf, a consulting firm advising the budding marijuana industry. Here's another name, John Boehner, <laughs> who staunchly opposed mm. legalizing marijuana when he served in Congress, mm-hmm. is now bullish on the industry as an official for the National Institute for Cannabis Investors. Doesn't that just sound so nice? Yeah. He stands to earn an estimated $20 million if his group succeeds in persuading the federal government to legitimize marijuana. And I'm sure he knows a few people on Capitol Hill. <laughs> you think? So you can see this is all like their kids. It's like the parade of the children uh, that all grew up and, <sighs> and they all just put them in all these positions. It's so sick name to watch. It's like they leased out their kids, right? So it is um, estimated that it's going to be a $35 billion industry by 2025. So basically it's like, get on board or get out of the way. You're going to get run over. But I had to laugh at this one story of this woman who was um, head of agriculture commission for the state of Florida and her boyfriend was um, president of the second largest Mm -hmm. cannabis 
business in Florida. Oh, but she's just agricultural commission. <laughs> and you go, wait a minute. And then she had, so Florida does something really interesting. And this is really good for people to know. Some states really have figured out how to get transparency, how to enforce transparency. So um, the amendments um, that were passed in 2017 and 18 mm-hmm. said that you... Well, they passed laws saying you had to fully, fully disclosed. Mm -hmm. She filed amendments to her 2017 and 2018 financial disclosure days ahead of her campaign. It was like $400,000 that she said she forgot to include. So you can see how these gatekeepers, these people, who wants to be agricultural commissioner? You don't see that as some big, heavy duty, important job. Well, the cannabis industry now puts you at the top of the, mm-hmm. you know, billionaire pile of people that you're interacting with, you know, a billion dollar business. Right. Anyway, it's all very eye opening. A lot of us just always think of mom and pop stores mm-hmm. and maybe, you know, some chain stores, um, some global chain stores. But these are powerful entities working inside our states, things like cannabis. Right. So you have to know who you're going up against. Um, Peter Schweitzer and his group uh, do something that is independent investigation. Mm -hmm. The media should be doing this. They're Mm self-financed through books, and then they have this foundation. Um, But the one who came out with this, it was a 70-page report that the media then had to address. Mm -hmm. And then things started happening to kind of clamp down on stuff. But until the media was willing to take it to the next level, he just had the 70-page report. Mm. That's where we come in. We're the ones who have to say to our media, how come you're not covering this? Why aren't you covering this? Look how important it is. And putting pressure on people. On yeah, our politicians, they'll never do it. They're so they're so bought and sold at this point. I just well, and then change the laws. Mm-hmm. So Missouri had changed the laws right. that you couldn't lobby, and that's when the FBI came in and said we're going to have to arrest people if you don't follow mm-hmm. these these laws. But they didn't apply in another state. They only applied there. That's what we can do. Yeah. Is we can turn up the heat. That's our job, actually. Don't you? It yeah. is our yeah. job. Turn Absolutely. up the heat. Sure. Don't let them, don't make it easy for them to get yeah. away with this stuff. Yeah. It's so, Hunter Biden is literally the work. He is the icon. He's the poster child for the, the rest of them. I, they, they all, they're, they're all like that. It's the just poster gross. child of bad boy, spoiled child, yep. leased out, used, abused. Right. I mean. Just grossness all it's around. It's grossness all around. Oh but, my gosh. Yeah. Now that we know, we can make a difference locally. Hopefully we can. I Hopefully think everyone we can. can locally. And let me just tell you, they today they came in with these sweeping headlines. Oh, the Delta variant, the Delta Lambda new fraternity. The Delta <laughs> is coming for you. And um, there was a whole whopping 11,000 cases. Now, keep in mind, they keep ha- they, they still have the test dialed up. So it's going to, it's going to get any, anything, anything resorting to a common cold, anything in your body that it'll turn into COVID. This is why you could go take two tests and one will come out negative, most likely and one positive. Um, so it's a total farce because everything's being blamed for, uh, as COVID they're just putting the label COVID on everything. And, uh, and so, uh, they're taking even, uh, just a person with a cold, you have COVID. So this is a COVID case now. 
And uh, they said that a whole whopping 3,400 people had died. Okay. Well, out of 331 million, mind you. So is it sweeping? No, nothing is sweeping. And um, for fraudulently calling everything COVID, everything that they can possibly call COVID in a very loose test, um, I just... Please don't give in to this. I, it, this is so amazing to me that they can do this. But they are absolutely scaring everyone to death with the Delta variant. And, uh, and it's all coming at a time when, of course, just right in time because the vaccine, no one, you know, a lot of people were saying no to the vaccine. So they're trying to scare people um, into this. But, uh, and the doofuses at, at your door program, I'm sorry, uh, doses at your door, uh, doofuses at your door is what I call it. Um, they, uh, if they come to your door, you do not have to answer. You don't have to talk to these people. Um, you could let them know what you think. <laughs> you could put a trespassing sign on your door. But as they start to go through the nation, if they do, um, I sure hope that the reception they get in North Carolina right now is 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 what I what I would hope it would be, um, and that is a lot of people not giving them the time of day uh, because they do think we're too stupid that you you if you do want it you can't go find some place to get it even though there's billboards signage radio ads TV ads TV shows the media is talking about it twenty four seven if anyone in this country doesn't know where to go get that monstrosity I would be shocked at this point um, and so they're going around and 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 saying that they're going to the doors to say to say that if you don't know where it is, we'll show you. Um, wow, we're at a weird place in our in our uh, country right now that they actually are are doing this. They, I I'm just stunned. I'm stunned, and I just hope people, I hope people really don't give them the time of day. I really do. I mean, I know that they're going to use this as part of their plan to say, see, it failed. So now we have to go to the stuff. But tomorrow I'm going to talk a little bit more about when uh, India uh, went, th- went uh, you know, um, uh, went through the vaccine at Pfizer and found that it was mostly made up of graphene oxide. I'm going to talk about that uh, tomorrow a little bit because I want people to know um, that ingredient. But, uh, you know, are we looking at... Uh, are we looking at a situation where they're going to quickly turn it around into that? Yeah. Do you, uh, it's disgusting. I watched a video with Dr. David Martin, who's mm-hmm. the founder and yes. chairman of NCAM. Yeah. And he said, you know, based on patents, because there were a lot of patents mm-hmm. and processes related to these vaccines. Mm-hmm. And he said, there is no variant. He said, I can <laughs> I actually prove it through the... It's because it, whatever it was initially, uh-huh. the secondary part is contained within it. He says yeah. you're not looking at anything it's, new. No, a lot of the vaccine results are uh, illnesses coming from the vaccine. They now have 9,000 uh, deaths from the vaccine, which is really 90 thousand deaths and no one's batting an eye over that no one's talking about it they're just telling you you might get a cold that you can actually uh get through i mean that's what's so pathetic about this whole thing lies lies and more lies it's just disgusting what they're doing so i wouldn't listen to them i've lost all confidence in health departments i don't have a lick of confidence in any of these people i just i don't have a lot of trust in medical personnel anymore at all i'm just yeah anyway we're all shoring this up our eyes are open i know Uh, Maybe that's a really a good thing. So be faithful. Be fearless. Thank you, Susan. You're welcome. And uh, see you here tomorrow. Chris Ann Hall tomorrow. And uh, yeah. Anyway, see you tomorrow. KateDallyRadio.com.